Welcome back, fine townsfolk, to another episode of Random Encounters. I am Nick. I'm Matt. And we are here to pull another random monster from a random monster manual. This week, I have in my hands Dungeons & Dragons 3.5 Monster Manual number 4. And we are opened to page 20. Matt, this is, although the name is as obviously descriptive as it can be, it's probably something you're not going to get. I've never really heard of it before. It is, it's another flavor of undead. It is called a blood hulk. I thought you were going to say banana. It is a banana hulk. Blood hulks are corpses reanimated through an infusion of the blood of innocent victims in a dark and horrible ritual. As, as our... Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, their bloated bodies are filled with viscous gore and unholy fluids, providing them with the endurance to absorb an amazing amount of punishment before falling. Although Blood Hulk fighters are the most common form of this undead, necromancers and vile priests sometimes create larger, more ferocious virgin... Virgins? Yep, that too. More ferocious versions, such as Blood Hulk giants and Blood Hulk Crushers. So the Blood Hulk fighter, your 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 bottom simple, you know, pick it up at Kmart one, uh, is a CR4. It is always neutral evil, medium, undead. And okay. you can see the, the the pictures there. They're basically they look the exact same. It just they gotcha. go up in size. Somebody just took the the resizing tool in Photoshop yeah, and just and they, they sh- you shrunk it down because yep. you don't want to stretch it up. You'll lose exactly. your, your yeah. The Blood Hulk Giant. The next step up is a large CR six, and the Blood Hulk Crusher is a huge CR eight. Okay. The Blood Hulk Fighter is pretty much what you would expect. It's 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 got an AC of eleven. So it's not. Wow. I mean, at yeah, at six, it's pretty easy to hit. Yeah, but its HP is one forty. Okay. Oh no, it's not even six. I'm sorry, it's a four. It's a CR four. Gotcha. So one forty at four is is pretty good. Which they said it's yeah. it's beefy. It has the fragile attribute. A Blood Hulk fighter takes an extra one d six points of damage whenever it takes at least one point of damage. From a piercing or slashing weapon. Okay. So any bladed weapon added 1d6 to that. Interesting. Yeah. Would you roll that or would you add the players? Oh, I'd, I'd have them roll it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give them, let them have fun with it, you know? Okay. And then they are blood bloated. A blood hulk fighter always gains the maximum hit points possible per hit die. In addition, it gains two bonus hit points per hit die. So... That's presuming that the Blood Hulk is healing or being healed. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Well, I suppose if you have a necromancer. I was going to say, right there, if, if that's just around mm-hmm. a, a larger, more important figure, yeah. then yeah. Yeah. In the in the strategies and tactics, it says that often the the necromancer or, or evil wizard or, or what have you will have a handful of these. Basically, just keeping keeping yeah. the dummies busy while he drops a house on them, yep. and even is not afraid to do AOEs and things because a they're expendable, and two they're actually can can withstand some of that stuff. Exactly. So that's what they're built for. Basically, yeah. yeah. It's a a different 
more interesting flavor of just the zombie minion. Yeah, it really is. It really is. The next step up, this CR6 has a an AC of 13, an HP of 196, and the CR8 is... I like the description. I'm actually going to read that one. A twisted, swollen form the size of a castle tower looms over you. Its bloated, swollen body is covered with thick, ropey veins that throb with viscous liquid. It looks down upon you with hollow, empty eyes. Gosh. It is an AC 14. Harvey Weinstein. Oh, oh God. Horribly accurate. HP is 280. But other than that, other than just the stats going up, nothing changes with these guys. They are literally just there to take up space and mm-hmm. get beat up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speed of... Well, the, the, the two little guys only have a speed of 20. The Blood Hulk Crusher has a speed of 30. So they're lumbering, too. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That being said, you have a couple of these walking at you from the distance and it's not something you're going to want to yeah especially when the players start peppering it with attacks and it's not really doing much yeah even without the bloodied value and all that kind of stuff you can uh almost make the flavor you know your your club it hits it and it kind of bounces off yeah Looks like Santa Claus when he laughs. Yeah, you definitely don't want a club to fight this thing. Exactly. Even with that additional D6, like this, these things are are, are hefty. Yeah, a like, D6 is nice, but it's not it's not it's, shaking the world. It or is a, a blood drop in the bucket. Exactly. Like 280 is, for a huge creature at level 8, 280 is, I imagine, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. You really got to chip away at that thing. The the thing that I want is if it hits a quarter of its hit points or or half of its hit points, they need to start doing deck saves to see if they slip. Sure. If this thing is full of blood and especially weak to to those puncturing attacks, like give me more of that flavor. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and the the lower it gets, the higher the DC is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the more the more the more it comes out. Exactly. God, imagine if this was in a room, just a an enclosed oh, room. Yeah. And you are knee deep in just this weird viscous like, almost clotted. Yeah. Ugh. That would be yeah. a fun encounter. Yeah. So it's everything would be uh, difficult terrain for or, sure. Or yeah, yeah. some yeah. movement would be slowed and yep. movement would be half. It's not deep enough to swim or anything. And God you bless you if you to. want to. Yeah. <laughs> Your poor gnome. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, he'd have to be on the shoulders of the uh, of the barbarian. Of the other gnome. Of the <laughs> the the bottom gnome got yeah. the dro- the yeah. the short straw. <laughs> yeah. The legs underneath the uh, trench coat. Yeah. Exactly. Ugh. Other than that, like this thing is, it's a, it's a, it's a, a neat new undead flavor, I guess. Not as cool as the grave behemoth. Grave behemoth. Thank you. Yeah. But you need this kind of stuff. You need something else because zombies or skeletons or Mm -hmm. even ghouls for lack of a, of another 
uh, option. Yeah. It's, they can get old and they get tiresome, especially if you're doing some sort of an undead campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of of zombies, where did it go? There's a little... Okay, here we go. Blood hulks can be encountered singly or in groups, depending on the proclivities of their creator and their purpose. Their immense strength and ability to absorb damage makes them useful as guards, tougher than zombies, but not as expensive or complex as flesh golems. Okay. Go- golems, flesh golems. Flesh golems are expensive. They are the Maserati of the undead. Why, of course. And this is basically a bot. It's you know what this is. This is one of those those little little spongy things that you put in water and let sit for forty eight hours, <laughs> and it bloats up. And if you put it in blood, it turns into a blood hulk. That would be hilarious. If there's just some sort of weird back of the Galarian Gazette, you can send away for a box of these. Grow your own blood hole. Yeah. X-ray glasses that aren't actually just, they're just glasses with circles on the lenses. And it just goes wrong. Maybe that's what it is. It's it's nothing malicious by a a necromancer or anything like that. It's just some kid. He's trying to make a buck, yeah. He just got it. He thought it was cool, and all of a sudden, he bled on it, and yep. boom. That, yeah, he skinned his knee. Yep. Yeah. It was supposed to be water. I swear. I The one thing I do really like about these guys is the aspect of, of the, the big, big one, the, the Blood Hulk Crusher. They're basically a siege engine. Sure. They're, they're big enough to be, yeah. to be that. So seeing that, certainly. It's like in uh, in the... Lord of the Rings movies when you see the great big the trolls the trolls yeah yep. I was just gonna say yep. that yeah you could put the whole the 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 wooden platform on its back and have the 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 skeleton archers up there yep. or something yeah that would be awesome there it's just moving it's lumbering along mm-hmm. everything is you can almost have a a whole civilization up there just mm-hmm. it's like the the world turtle yeah yeah a much a much smaller cosmos but still. sure. And their their intelligence is is like zip. All they do is respond to very simple orders from their creator. Gotcha. So you could safely put things up there and just tell it like go walk over there, and it yeah. will do it. It's not going to attack anything that's in front of it, yeah, or on top of it if it's told not to. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. So I there there is some potential in there for cool because it's not. I feel like it's not terribly often that we see such a giant undead thing. No, no, I can't imagine. I guess the like a your 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 random flesh golem, blood golem, those things. I think, I think they're big, but I don't. I don't think I've ever seen a huge. Maybe that that one thing that was like the bone collection. Do you remember yeah. that from a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, that I was think... big. That was really yeah. big, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe that one was. But that was a its own little entity, though. It was. That was yeah. Definitely not something like this. You w- yeah, you wouldn't create that thing as a necromancer. Exactly. This it would create you. Yeah. Yeah. In Mother Russia it creates you. <laughs> <laughs> I like the the fact that this kind of sets itself apart from regular zombies and things like that. Mm. Even if you were to have a zombie that was a giant in its previous life. Oh yeah. 
You never think about that. I don't think it's used very often. At least I haven't seen it. There's like a zombie dragon that I've seen every sure. now and then. Or, or you're a Draco Lich or something. Yeah. But but again, that is a lot like the, the, the skeleton collection thing. Those are kind of like their own individual little yep. things. Exactly, yeah. This is definitely something that you would use as part of an army. I could see... Like you were saying with the Lord of the Rings, just some sort of siege against a an outpost or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And then three or four of these with an army basically hanging off of it. Right. Yeah, you see, we've all experienced that that DM telling us you look out and the lightning flashes and you just see a sea of, of shambling zombies coming yep. in. You see their their heads lit up by the lightning. And if you rolled a good enough perception, you saw four of these things the size of a castle tower as well. Exactly. That that's that added that added moment, that added touch of something that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Everybody has seen zombies. Everybody's mm-hmm. seen The Walking Dead or whatever zombie media that you've you've experienced. So the wow factor isn't really there as much as it could be. Yeah, I think this at is this where point, you get it. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get really creative. Skeleton is standard D D. Zombie is just saturated in our culture now. So you do yep. need you do need that extra. Grave Behemoth. I got some great reviews on the Grave Behemoth episode because it's so cool. Exactly. You yeah. Know? And I guess we really haven't done much more with Undead, have we? Not a whole lot, no. No, we. I think we've maybe even tried to stay away from them. It's tough because... Oh, we did the Banshee. That's Undead. But that's oh, not... But that a necromancer's not doing anything with the Banshee exactly. either. That's not just a... Almost a reskin. A lot of Undead stuff is just very reskinned minion-type stuff. Kind of, yeah. With... Uh, we'll add a weakness here or sure. an invulnerability here. Exactly. Yeah. That's what makes something like the Banshee extra special oh, or so even good. the Grave Behemoth. Yeah. I mean, because that's – you almost start out like you – like a traditional undead, so to speak. But the creation process of that, the the way that it moves through space and interacts with with the, the adventuring party mm-hmm. – is a lot more interesting than your standard zombie, even than than the bag of blood that we have here. Yeah, the there was more put into it than I just need one more undead thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah for sure. And was was the cambium undead? Do you remember the cambium, the thing with the humors and it's like needle fingers? That wasn't undead. Was I don't it? think it was, but I no, can't either. remember offhand now. Tome of Beasts, page 51. Page 51. No. No. The Fiend. Fiend. Okay. Yeah, so I guess we really haven't done much Undead. Nope. And, you know, it's it's not... In any game that I want to run, I generally don't want Undead. Because it's so because, overused. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, because we've seen it so much. Exactly. And there are so many other cool monsters. But something like this, something like the Grave Behemoth... Something like the Banshee, you know, if I had to, we we could really genuinely scrape out a good enough amount of undead 
in in all of the books that we have to make it its own to, to make it its own you know yeah. of course we would throw in uh, your random zombie and 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 skeleton and things but there's enough that the encounters could be be very unique absolutely yeah, yeah. there there's enough there where if you wanted to do something create an entire area of of where your party is that's mm-hmm. Transylvania-esque or something along those lines, you could do it and put your own flavor into, you know, zombies and vampires and stuff like yeah. that. And then throw in something like the Grave Behemoth, throw in yeah. something like the Banshee or even the Blood Hulk here. You know, it, it would be an interesting... I'd like to see it almost... If you played it like the trash compactor scene in Star Wars where it's in the room with them and it's going to drown as it's being it, like your options are get crushed by get it get crushed or, by it or, or drown kill in it or, or drown <laughs> yeah give them some kind of weird Sophie's choice like that yeah and then obviously they get out of it but just that split second you want to instill fear in them with this kind of a campaign yeah that's a that's a cool a cool mechanic to play with yeah and maybe i don't know maybe maybe you fight the 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 blood hulk fighter before you get into the building sure and you see that it bleeds a lot and then you end up having to fight the crusher or even just the giant in in that small like enclosed room yep and maybe because the room is so small the blood hulk's movement is hindered but it doesn't matter because it's blocking the only exit but it doesn't matter because the whole point is to scare you because that blood is filling up very fast exactly so it's that's cool it's drowning it's claustrophobia yeah it's hitting on a lot of those different fears that people would have Mm -hmm. and i think if you're going to run a campaign that is undead based or however you want to put it pinpointing fears whether it's spiders or whatever, Mm -hmm. that is something that you should do. In fact, if I was running a campaign like that and I knew that we were going to spend a long time in this area, I might even send out a little note to the players beforehand and say, what are, what's your biggest fear? Hmm. Your character's biggest fear. Yes, but I, I'd also like to know their biggest fear too. Cause it's still, it's still, It'll still work. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. if your if your biggest fear is spiders, but your character's biggest fear is not living up to expectations. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, you can yeah. role play that. But if I say that there's a spider and I describe it well enough, yeah, it'll probably do something to you on a visceral level, yeah. and that's what I want is for you yeah. to be engrossed in it. So you turn the lights off. You play some music or something mm-hmm. along those yep. lines and really yep. get them involved. Any any game that I DM for Ray has spiders in it. I don't think you can have one without spiders. She it, hates spiders. There is a there's a contract somewhere <laughs> that every DM has to sign. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just uh it's low-hanging fruit, but I'm going to I'm going to yeah. pluck it every single time. So the Blood Hulk one out of ten band-aids. <laughs> there aren't enough band-aids. There are not enough, but you have to choose one out of ten. 
I'd probably go like a three. Yeah. It's, I like it. I think there's some stuff you can do with it and it's definitely a better, a better skin for that undead, for that zombie, mm-hmm. whatever, than what we have seen in the more traditional sense. Sure. But I th- I think when you put it like that, swap out Incinus for Blood Hulk, the name, and it's the exact same thing, I think. Yeah, I can see that. Elemental or undead, it's it's just a little cooler, but... Yeah, mm, yeah it's almost... It's why in, what was it, 4E, when there were like minions and yes. and controllers yep. and all that, yep. It, yep. it almost feels like that's why they did that. So you knew exactly what this was. What you were getting into, and it helped to vary combat itself. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So while we're doing this now, just kind of spitballing it, mm-hmm. they did it for you. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point, yeah. Yeah, and in 3.5, like in this, this encounter... Um, this instance and a lot of the three five manuals, at the end of the the Blood Hulk's page, it says a sample encounter. So it'll tell you a pair of Blood Hulk giants and a hobgoblin necromancer, things like that. So you can build and that was a an encounter level of six through ten. You okay. know, and then there's one for four, four through eight, things like that. So it kind of gives you a general idea. It gives you yeah. an, an, an example of, of how this thing could fit into an encounter. So that's nice. But I think I think that is a good touch from 4E. Good touch. That couldn't have... Not the bad kind. <laughs> that I don't think I would have been upset to see carried over. No, I agree. I agree. I think I like that they kind of split things off and, and help identify uh-huh. i don't know if i necessarily liked the idea of okay this is a minion it has one hit point yeah i do remember that that yeah, yeah one hit kill i don't know if i necessarily like that especially when you're at a higher level and you're just peppering the players with minions mm-hmm. you want them to have a little bit of substance and not just be annoying yeah and i feel like that's what that's what it felt like coming up against that the higher up you went the more strategic the DM would have to be with minions. Yeah. But, you know, you set up a, a good, a, a good, set them up in a doorway and your, your, your wizard drops a fireball and takes them all out. Yeah. That's a cool moment. It definitely is. It definitely is. And that's, it definitely feels like that is part of the reason why that was in there. Mm-hmm. Is, well, this is AOE fodder. Yep. And they, it was video gamed. It exactly. was, it was made to seem yeah. like a video game. And, and I know, I know that in the simplica- simplification from 4E back into 5, I understand that's why we lost the minion and the, the controller and the brute and, and yeah. all those. I get that. But that was a, that was one of the cool things I did like about 4E. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can definitely see that. Uh, any final thoughts on the Bloodhawk, Matt? No. No. I It kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, I think so. It doesn't speak at all. So Not at all. Yep. And that is that for this week of Random Encounters. Go on to the website, fecklessmomes.com. Check out the list of books. If you've got any of the manuals and you want us to do a specific critter out of there, let us know, please. Drop us a line at momes at fecklessmomes.com or right on the homepage of fecklessmomes.com. There's a little contact us box. You can get us there. And if nothing else, rate and review, and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much. 